Uh, So we have a beautiful gospel today and readings that get us ready to celebrate Christmas in a very short time. Today we have this gospel passage of the Annunciation where the Archangel appears to Mary uh, with a very shocking message that Mary is being invited to be the mother of the Savior, the Son of God. So I'd like to focus on just the very beginning of this passage, the first words that the archangel says to Mary. Uh, these are words that we've probably heard many times, and we can, we can just kind of let them fly right over our head. Uh, but they're so packed with meaning. So the first words that the angel says to Mary are, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. So first, the angel says, Hail. Now, this was a a common greeting at the time uh, uh, in Jesus' day. So it wasn't necessarily strange that the angel used this word. Uh, This this word is is translated in in Latin as Ave. So that's why we, we sing the Ave Maria, because that's what the word is translated to in Latin. In the original language of the gospel, the Greek, the word is kyrie, and that literally means to rejoice. So the first words of the angel to Mary is rejoice, be joyful. And I think that's, that's really good for us to think about. What the angel doesn't say Mary, I have a very difficult announcement for you. Or Mary, sit down. I have something very serious to share with you. So it might be a little surprising to us that instead of this, you better sit down. The angel says, Mary, rejoice. Be joyful. So that helps us to understand that everything else that the angel is going to say to Mary should be interpreted this way as a joyful message, as a message worth rejoicing about, that this comes from God's own heart, who is himself joyful. In, in John chapter 15, Jesus says to his disciples, I have told you this so that my joy might be in you, and that your joy would be full. So, again, it just reminds us that the content of the gospel is joy. The gospel message is joyful. Pope Francis will sometimes make the comment that sometimes Christians seem much more like they're always going to a funeral than living their faith with joy. So it's a good thing for us to think about that, that actually when we receive the authentic gospel, when we receive the message of Jesus, this is something, is it, can, can it be challenging? Absolutely, but ultimately, it brings us joy. And that's how we know that we're authentically living the gospel is when it is a joyful reality in our life. So that's the first thing that the angel says to Mary, hail or rejoice in the, in the original language. So the second thing he says is 
full of grace. Uh, the, the Greek word here is keikaritomene, uh, which means literally having been graced. And it's, it's difficult to translate, having been graced. So St. Jerome, when he was translating the gospel from Greek to Latin, put gratia plena. And in our English translation, we have full of grace. Gratia plena, that's what it literally means, full of grace. In the Greek, having been graced. What's interesting here, if we think about our prayer, the Hail Mary, and we get the words of the, of the first words of the Hail Mary from this gospel passage, what do we say? Hail Mary, full of grace. What does the angel say? Hail, full of grace. So in our prayer, we add her name so that we know who we're talking about. It's interesting, though, that the angel doesn't use her name. He uses full of grace to talk about her as if Mary's very identity was this, that Mary's the one who is full of grace. What does it mean to be full of grace? Grace is one of those words that we use a lot, but we often don't think about what it means. We might say, gosh, I, I, need, I need the grace to go to Mass today, or I need the grace to reconcile with my spouse or whatever it is. I need grace. But what is grace, really? Pope Benedict said something that I always think about. He said, grace is actually something very simple. He says, grace is God himself. Grace is God himself come down into the human person and transforming our humanity. So grace is simply God inside of me. That's what grace is. And so when we think of it that way, what does it mean for the angel to call Mary full of grace? Well, it means that she's full of God. Full of God. Meditating on these words, the fathers of the church would begin to understand that Mary was so full of God that there was nothing not of God in her, which meant that there was no sin in her, which is why from the earliest times in the church, we've believed in the Immaculate Conception, that Mary was conceived without sin. Because if she's full of God, there's no room for anything that's not compatible with God, and that's sin. And so Mary is full of God without any sin for her whole existence. But what does this do to Mary, this being full of God? Well, we would say that it, it makes her not less herself, but more herself. Because Mary is full of God, she is more authentically human. Why? Because God, when he comes into us, doesn't destroy or take away our humanity. He doesn't make us less human. He perfects our humanity. And so the more that God comes into my life, what's that? Grace. The more that grace touches my life, fills my life, the more that I become full of grace, the more I become authentically myself, not less myself, more myself. Sin makes us less ourselves. We're less ourselves when we sin, more ourselves as we let God in. Good for us to think about. So, 
Those are the first two things Mary, God, the angel says to Mary. Hail, full of grace. Finally, the angel says, the Lord is with you. Now, it's interesting how Mary reacts to this word. The angel says, hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. And then we hear that Mary was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. It was probably this last word that troubled Mary. Why was that? Well, it's because Mary was steeped in the scriptures, so she knew how these words were used in the Old Testament. Now, the Lord is with you is something that we say all the time as Catholics in our liturgy. Uh, We begin sacraments, sacraments or rituals by saying the Lord be with you. It's the same translation. It's just a little different use of English words. The Lord be with you when you say and with your spirit. Here the angel says to Mary, the Lord is with you. Mary would have been thinking about how, for instance, God says this to Moses when Moses is, is being given the vocation to go and speak to Pharaoh and lead the Israelites out of their slavery in Egypt. So that's one time this is used in the, in the Old Testament. Another time, when Joshua is given the mission from Moses to lead God's people into the promised land, Moses says to Joshua, the Lord is with you. Another time, when God calls Gideon, who's one of the judges, to lead Israel in battle against the Midianites. And, and Gideon had like 300 soldiers, and the Midian, Midianites were like 10,000. And God says, an angel says to Gideon, the Lord is with you. Gideon's thinking, he better be. <laughs> so Mary, knowing the scriptures, hearing these words, the Lord is with you, she knew that what was meant by this is, a very difficult mission is being given to her, entrusted to her. So it's no wonder why Mary would react so strongly to these words, why she would be troubled by them. She understood that a mission would be presented to her. To me, this is really encouraging, actually, because Mary is without sin, but yet that doesn't mean that she didn't experience weakness. And it's a reminder for us that weakness and sin are different. God created us in our humanity as weak. We're we're weak. He knows this. Mary, in her humanity, was weak. She needed God. Weakness is different from sin. It's possible in experiencing our weakness that we choose the wrong then. But it doesn't have to be that way. Mary experienced her weakness. She was afraid at what the angel had said to her. But even though she was afraid, she chose God. She said yes to God. In our own lives, uh, we too, when God gives us a mission, we too might tremble. We might experience our weakness. We might be like Mary, troubled, pondering, what kind of message this is. But Mary, in her weakness, said yes to God. So we can do the same with God's grace, to say yes to him, even when he's asking something of us that makes us tremble. So beautiful 
uh, words that we have today as we prepare our hearts for Christmas. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Uh, Like Mary, let's receive the gospel message today with joy in our hearts that we have such a good and loving God who does not abandon his people in our weakness and infidelity, but sends us his son Jesus to be our savior. That's the Christmas mystery. Let it, let us fill, let it, let us, let it fill us with joy today.